you're listening to this laughable life. Uh, this is Lindsay. This is Janelle. Thanks for listening. Um, We're back from a very long hiatus. <laughs> yeah, my life got really crazy. Uh, a lot of stuff happened, and my life is always crazy. So Lindsay's life, the is combination always. just doesn't lead too much time for us to sit down alone uninterrupted and just talk so no that hasn't happened in a while so we're very happy to be back though and we're thankful for you those of you who still listen even though it's been a long time so um i have a question though Lindsay, because we just mentioned that your life is crazy so is yours yeah and when you you know let's say you go on facebook and you're trying to be authentic right people want you to be authentic on facebook or when you're talking to somebody of a different generation maybe or something and you say i just can't take it i you know whatever and you get frustrated about your life and your kids or whatnot uh what is something they say um sometimes it's not really helpful but maybe a little annoying um all the time i've stopped being authentic sometimes on facebook because you'll always get You'll miss these days. You'll miss these days. You're going to miss these days. Well, okay. And and my thing is, I think that people, uh, they they mean well. What what they're trying to do is shift your perspective and say, you know, they're only young once and I love them while they're this age, right? And have your perspective changed so you can deal with the day better. Well, yes, that's exactly what they're doing. And they mean well. Just like unsolicited advice that you'll get sometimes that... uh, um, People mean really, really well. They right. don't mean to, and that's the thing is, I have to just you take it in, take it with, take it in stride, and understand right. that they mean well. And I, I've noticed too that that comment will always come from someone who either doesn't have children of their own or has not dealt with small children in like conservatively the last like twenty to thirty years. <laughs> it would be someone like, like my grandma, who right. you know even hasn't had young grandchildren that she's watched for many years right. says comments like that. My grandma doesn't. My grandma's actually very real about stuff, but just in general it tends she, to be uh, that. Is she going to listen to this? My grandma. <laughs> she, I don't know if she's ever turned on a computer, so I would be really surprised if she did. Well, we'll teach her. No. Grandma Pat. Grandma Pat. Shout out to Grandma Pat. Oh, she just said something nice to me. She's a wonderful woman. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Shout out Grandma Pat. A little turkey. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's generally where it's from. And it has bugged you and me, right? Because, you know, when you're in the thick of things, um, it just isn't helpful. Like sometimes, like what would you rather hear other than you'll miss these days? Um, I, I'm sick of hearing it after four children, but the idea of like um, the days are long, but the years are short, that idea, or the days go by so fast. Those kinds of things, I think, are slightly better to say to somebody. If you just want to throw a platitude at them, that's not going to help them in any way, shape, or form. Go with something like that. Um, But ultimately, I want to hear, like, I remember those days, and it was hard. And if you want to be positive and say, but it, it goes by so quickly. You know, you don't believe it. Then, or you don't believe it now, you but trust survive. me. This too shall pass. Those kinds of things are okay. <clears throat> right. Because because what we don't want, like any human being with any kind of emotional or life issue is is almost just poo-pooed away, right? You want to feel... You want acknowledgement that right, they understand your feelings and that your, your feelings are valid. Right. So you want to be validated. Like, hey, I've got four small children here all day. My husband's gone all day and then he's got to go to worship practice at night. Like, it's not like you want people to feel sorry for you, but you want them to say, like, ah, yeah, that would be tough. Yes, that's it. Yeah. That's all you want sometimes. (laughs) Right. Is 
That would be really hard. Yeah. So basically, yeah, it's just that you want to feel like someone understands and can kind of give you a... It feels really good when people will say things like, I don't know how you do it. It's right. hard for me to do it with one, or it's hard for me to do it with three, right. or it's hard, you know, and it, to have that, just that validation and like a little bit of a, you got this mama, like you can do it. You've done so well so far. You can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You're a good mom. Yeah. And I know that it's got to be tremendously hard, but you're doing a really amazing job right now. Right? Right. Exactly. And, and that feels you're great. You're going to get through this. It'll get easier when they get a little older. Those kinds of things are wonderful, but please never, at least to me, if you can be conscious of the fact, please don't say to most mothers, but I will speak only for myself in saying that when people say, you'll miss these days, I immediately want to start listening to them. All of the things I'm not going to miss. What aren't you going to miss, Lindsay? Um, I'm not going to miss crumbs in my bed when <laughs> I didn't eat in it. If I eat in the bed, I'll take responsibility for the crumbs. For sure. But when I go to crawl in my bed at night and I'm exhausted and I'm already just spreading children away to climb into the, like, maybe 12 inches of space that I'll get to sleep in, and it's covered in, like, not even necessarily crumbs, but, like, the salt specks from pretzels or goldfish. And it's just that tiny little picky feeling. I will not, I will miss children in my bed. That's the flip side. I will miss having my kids. We've co-slept for with all of my kids since like the day they were born, basically. I will miss my baby snuggling with me in my bed. I love that. When I get to go to bed and I love it and I get so excited there's no one in the bed with me, part of me always wants to pull a kid over and snuggle with them. So it's like, I know I'll miss those times. What I will not miss is climbing into a bed filled with somebody else's eaten food. One time I went in there and there was ketchup. No. Legit ketchup. But it's you like 11.30 at night. You can't stop them from eating in your bed. Uh, we have tried. And we've told them it multiple <laughs> times. And they will go in there to like rest during... They don't have bedtime snacks in there. They eat their bedtime snacks at the table now. But like my oldest or somebody will grab a snack when I'm out doing something and go in my room yeah. to watch the iPad. And they've taken me like the entire bag of chips with them or something. And then they get up yeah. and leave. Yeah. And I go to bed, yeah. and they've left all their little gross little remnants. It's yeah. bad enough because, like, I sleep in pee, or they Charlie yeah. pee in <laughs> my three-year-old the last Sorry. couple nights. It's just, like, well, generally, I, I sleep in pee, but also pee <laughs> plus fish. Well, I wear a diaper to bed. No. No, but, like, when... Okay, it's, it's understandable so that you... So if someone pees the bed, you just sleep in it? Put a towel over it and keep going. Well, okay, yeah. a towel, like, Unless, yeah, depending yeah. on how wet it is, but... Because, like, then we'll sometimes oh, we'll yeah. pull the sheets that off. That happens to you a lot. Sleeping in someone else's urine? Yeah. No, no, when you pee the bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I put up one of those puppy pads down for me. Then I don't even have to worry. I just, like, kind of half wake up. Like, well, you I know pee. how it is in the morning when you got to pee, but everyone's sleeping, right? And you know you're going to wake them you up. You know what I always think? I legit, every single time, think of myself as Alex Mack from The Secret World of Alex Mack. Do you remember this? Did you a watch the show? Bit, a little bit. How she could turn herself into a puddle of goo and slide out of things? <laughs> I think, I'm not kidding you, every morning I wish I could Alex Mack myself out of the bed. <laughs> and just turn into a puddle of, like, goo and water and just, like, slide I out wish of I could Alex Mack myself. Out of awkward <laughs> conversations. <laughs> like, somebody comes up to me and they're like, hey, you know, it's like so awkward as a foster parent. Like, aren't you super sad when you lose a foster child? Like, how awkward is that? So I just wish I could... <laughs> <laughs> Turn into a puddle of goo. At least the first couple times she did that, though, she reappeared completely nude. Well, that's all right. It's worth the sacrifice. <laughs> Give somebody a little shell. Oh, my. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, no. Okay, so, but in terms of the crumbs in your bed, you'll miss those crumbs one day. Oh my god, I want to punch that. I want to punch, <laughs> punch people who say that to me. I'm like, oh, no. I'm, those you'll miss having to pee so bad you want to Alex Mack your way out of it. It's not even having to pee. It's just having to get out of bed before everybody else wakes up and follows me. I will miss, you know what else I won't miss? Every single time I sit down, someone's sitting on top of me. <laughs> okay, but they could do that as adults. You don't know. Like, thing, I won't miss. Do you do that to your mom? No, see? But, like, I want people without small children. Just imagine, like, you get home from work, you go sit down on the couch, you're like, I just need a few minutes to relax before I start cooking dinner. And, like, your husband or wife comes and just sits up physically on top of you and talks to you in your face while they're on top of you. It's horrid. I'm sorry, but when you said that, you said someone instead of, like, your children. <laughs> so I just, just like, it's like God's curse on you everywhere you go, no matter what's going on. When you sit down, someone sits on top of you. Oh, my God. That's what I feel like my life is. Oh but gosh. I won't miss. See, here's the thing. No, I will, I will absolutely miss my kids coming and sitting next Cuddles, to me yes. and cuddling with me For or sure. snuggling with me yes. or like wanting to sit right next on top of me and read a book. Mm-hmm. I don't miss them when I'm trying to like sit down for the first time all day and like I need someone with an iPad blaring with an eight-year-old playing with Barbies in my ear <laughs> on the flipping iPad sitting on top of me and another kid climbing up the table to climb and sit on my hair and literally physically bite my body while I'm... It's, yeah, I have no. I have bruises on my chest from Max because he just like tries to grab to like pull on yeah. or whatever, and it's yeah no for sure. Um, what about you? I'm not gonna miss eating out with small children. What restaurants? That what? is such like a the time when you can just be out and like relax enjoy and enjoy a children, meal. Yeah, enjoying my meal. Yeah. And then their meal, like you have to tip extra because. It's all over the floor, and you're like walking to do the walk of shame out of the restaurant, like, oh no, and nobody can eat well around you because your child's going, Peppa Pig, can I watch Peppa Pig when I get home? Where's Peppa Pig? Do I have to eat this? I don't like it anymore. I don't, see, I don't do the walk of shame anymore. I just walk out of there, I'm like, I'm sorry about what happened here. A lot of times, though, I've, I will clean up. Like, I'll get, I'll, I have been stopped by, like, by wait staff because I've been down on the floor picking up, like, the entire order of french fries they insisted they had to have. I'm scooping it up off the floor because I feel bad for the wait staff. Um, but, no, they're jumping on tables and, ugh. I will, My kids have gotten better, but, yeah. Well, they do as they get older, but yeah. I will love to always be able, you know, go out with your family or whatever, but when they're little like that and they throw stuff at people in the other tables, and I've got pictures of JJ sitting at a booth that wasn't even ours with his head on the booth and his feet in the air, right? I mean, um, you know, I I, I don't feel like I'll miss the stress of that and just, like, you barely being able to eat your dinner. Um, I miss, I I won't miss the, I like to have a conversation. If I'm going out to eat, I like to sit and talk with the people I'm there, and you can't expect that with small kids. Um, and it's hard sometimes when you go out with family who's not used to small children. You know, oh, I have yeah. some family members who are phenomenal and will help and walk my kids around the restaurant and hold them in their laps, right. and they're fantastic. And then I have some family members who are great, but I know that underneath them all, they're, like, annoyed and frustrated because they they don't deal and they don't have kids. And Right, and if you hard. don't, like, that's, like, an onslaught of, like, noise that you're not used to and then, like stress that you're not used to and like and it's like hard when you're at a restaurant i will not i will not miss 
right before you're leaving for something and the child has pooped all over themselves, including the clothes that you wanted them to wear for church. And you, then you gotta find I will kids. never forget an Easter one year. And it was Eli, my first kid, first Easter. So he had the cutest outfit on and it was like important to me. Whereas now I'd be like, you pooped all right, you're wearing your older sister's pajamas who cares yeah but first kids first easter big oh, holiday yeah, big we deal. were we were seeing i think both sides of the family after church it was a big deal so we're driving and our i remember at the first restaurant we were at and thankfully he made it through church but eli had a blowout mm-hmm. in his clothes mm-hmm. and i literally wiped it off with a wipe it was the under the onesie underneath like a vest or something and i kept him in the poopy onesie and i remember putting baby lotion all over the inside of the onesie so that he wouldn't smell like poop, and he wore that outfit the whole day. So I was like, "You need to look cute." It's yeah, oh. I know. JJ did that for his first Easter too. I was like, "Why did you do that?" I I cannot stand it. I will get them to church sometimes now, and before church starts, and everybody has seen them, they'll poop it, and it'll be like, "What do I have in the diaper bag?" And it's like that yellow duck like pajama outfit. I'm like, now everyone thinks I dressed you in that for church. Yep, that's happened to me. Max had especially when we started at a new church. Uh, the first, I'd say, month, Max had this really awesome pooping schedule where he would explode his diapers uh, right as we got to church. And it was like the first time we were, you know, we were new people at the church. And I'm getting a call <laughs> that, like, your kid crapped up his back again. <sighs> no, I won't miss that. Diapers have gotten to a point, and I'm sure it's kind of the same with you, where they don't bother me as much anymore. Like, no, it's more stuff like that. that I like the clothes, saying. it's a frustration, but it doesn't really bug me in the same way that it used to. You, um, you know what What I won't miss? Hmm. Getting them all up, dressed in the car, and to church. When they're Easy little. like a Sunday morning. Sunday That's morning. wrong. Doing, but you know. No. Uh, when they're little like that, man, it's not easy. And I, having foster kids, I've done it with twins. Yep. I've done it with two, two boys who just were not used to any of that right really traumatic situations and recently i had uh two babies that were 10 months apart and like and plus my other two boys so four kids like i mean it's just not easy there's so many times you're just like i just want to go lay back in bed because this is really difficult right and then when you get there it's not necessarily easy either and thankfully we have a church that is helpful for the most part but I mean, checking them in and getting them to their classes and then sitting down in this course as soon as you sit down, your number pops up and you have to go change a diaper or do whatever. And um, it's going to be amazing one day when I can just be like, all right, let's go to church. Well, see, that's the thing is my kids, it's gotten a lot easier. My kids have gotten a lot older. And now Josh, when he has worship practice and stuff, which used to be really hard and I was getting them already by myself. Right. Um, but now that kids are older and the church we're at is very like welcoming to having them at worship practice. And my kids, as they've... Um, like I said, gotten older, can go with him, and that helps a lot. But see, like, churches, I'll tell you, say this now, because I'm, what, 12 hours out of it? Uh, it that's not hard. It's not crazy, but it's it lately has been easier. But I think it's just because my kids are getting older, and I've, I'm prepping more in the evenings. But it is. It did still sucks. I don't know why I'm saying that. It still sucks. Getting them ready. You know what I'm not going to miss? Car seats. Oh, Lord. Oh, the 
bucket seat that suddenly makes your eight pound infant 48 pounds that you have to carry with you everywhere yeah. Oh, yeah. and bumping in bouncing them all over oh, yeah, yeah or, it's everywhere now. it hurts my hands yes it hurts yeah or the convertible car seats when you have yeah. to switch them in and out of cars and those things are not meant to be moved in and yeah. out of cars and they themselves weigh 15 to 20 pounds get and you're your own grandma oh my goodness and moving them around yeah. now that i have kids in booster seats oh and they can buckle it's themselves so much easier I don't have to lean over the back seat to buckle somebody's... Oh, it's so good. I'm not going to... We're not going to miss car seats. No. No. I miss my kids be... I don't know. There's no flip side to that. I just flat out will not miss car seats. No. No. I, I mean, it's like when they're little, I'll miss the cuddles. Like, Or one thing I will miss with your kids is when they see me and their face lights up and they say whatever version of Nelly they can do... <laughs> So Charlie was Nini. I was Nini for years. Nini, Nini. And now Max can say Nelly, but it's it's his version of Nelly, right? So right. it's like Nelly, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and then like just reaching his hands up, you know. And then of course as soon as they get there, it's book or ball, you know. Mm-hmm. And they want to play and like that that little, you know, because Eli now he'll be excited to see me, right? But he's eight. So he's like, hey, Nelly, uh, come see this thing on my video game, which is still cool, but it's not. It's not the same. And we know that, I mean, just, I always think of your Aunt Lisa, Mm -hmm. who went through, like, this sadness when we were, because we hung out with her a lot, and she drove us everywhere, and we'd spend the night at her apartment. And then we started driving, and we didn't see her as much. And I remember her yep. saying things like, you don't love me anymore. Like, kind of, uh, like, even, I can't like guilting us and, like, teasing us to some extent. But also, like, sincerely, I'm sure being hurt and missing us. And to know that's coming. Like, I remember Sorry. loving to go, go into my grandma's. I flipping loved going to both my grandma's houses, especially Grandma Pat's. She gave me popsicles, and my grandpa gave me donuts, and so much freedom. Um, and I loved going to my grandma Pat's. We were there... Almost every weekend, it felt like. Um, but I also remember as I started to get older, not wanting to go to Grandma Pat's anymore. And it wasn't as cool and it wasn't as fun. Right, because you could stay home by yourself now. And I could stay home by myself wanted, or and... I had my friends and my yeah. technology and things that I didn't have at my grandma's. And yeah. my grandma's, both my grandmas started to be less cool and less fun. And I'm like, no, I don't want, like, it's going to happen for my kids. Even though they've all promised they'll love me forever and I'll always be their best friends. And I've quoted them and written it in their baby books. I think they're going to renege on that. Waking up in the middle of the night with puking kids. Oh, God. I am not going to miss that. Right? That's like, it's like the sound of terror. My, I, my tummy hurts. No. <laughs> I don't even get that. I legit have like PTSD from kids throwing up. I mean, I'm not trying to make light of people with, le- oh, of with sincere not. PTSD, no. but I think I have like a very mild form because... When I know if a kid tells me their stomach hurts, I mean, they could have just eaten like four bags of jelly beans. And if they tell me their stomach hurts and then they go to bed all night, I sleep on like not asleep edge. Like I'm right there and Josh will like breathe heavy and I I jump up. Who's puking? Or someone sits up and they're like, I'm I'm like, oh, are you going to throw up? They're like, no, I'm thirsty. I'm like, are you going to throw up? I mean, I panic. I know, because at one point, I don't remember which one of your kids, you you, <laughs> you picked them up, and they puked all down your back. Which kid was that? I think I it was know. Eli. I don't know. I mean, it's just like... It's I remember horrible. Eli, when he was about Max's age, and he's about 18 months old, we were living in the condo, and he went up, and I heard him... I went. I heard him crying. He was sleeping in his crib, and I heard him cry. And I opened... I went to go in his room, and I said, what's up, buddy? And he said, I spilled poop. <laughs> 
like, what? <laughs> he's I spilled poop. And he had thrown up. But he didn't have the words. He's only 18 months old. Yeah. And he was already, like, crazy talking at that age. But he did not have the words to understand. Like, I threw up or I got sick. And so it was just, I spilled poop. And he was standing at the edge of his or standing at the bar of his crib and had puked all down it. And then I ended, we ended up pulling his crib mattress out and I slept on the floor Four, with him in the condo that. watching Yo Gabba Gabba. Over and over and over. Oh, gosh. So much Yo Gabba Gabba at that age. So much. So much. But, yeah, no. I mean, I remember one time JJ came in our bed and we didn't think he was even sick. There was no warning, right? Those were the worst. And then there was just... Like, he must have had bad peanut butter because that's what it was. All <laughs> over our bed. All over our bed. Oh, my God. And there was one time we were at a Jungle Java, which is like a play place type place. And all of a sudden, JJ is sitting there and he's little at the time. He's not even walking and he's sitting at one place and Eli runs to us and said, JJ puked and he had those mandarin oranges. I think he was walking because he was by himself. He really okay, yeah, that's off, right. Yeah. yeah. And and then he did it again all over your car seat. Speaking of, let's add two together. Oh my car God, seats. puked car seat. Yes. And puke. Oh, oh I had Charlie puke in a car seat. This past summer, she puked in a car seat. I rinsed it out and left it outside to dry, and squirrels chewed the straps. And I had to buy a whole new car seat. Yeah, she'll miss that, though. I'm going to miss those days when the squirrels would eat my puke car seats. (laughs) Oh, remember when the squirrels would eat our car seats? Oh, I'm going to miss it. We're going to see us at like 60, 70 years old just sitting at the kitchen table and our kids are complaining about their kids or our grandkids or whatever. And we're like, oh, I remember when the squirrels you see at my car seat. <laughs> they're oh, think I we're used losing to it. sleep in a bed of goldfish and urine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to think we're like, we've got like Alzheimer's or something. They're going to be like, mom's losing it. Mom's going. Oh, Nellie's losing it. God. Yeah, well, those are just some of the things that I will I will notice. Now, obviously, you know, you know, we'll miss cuddles. You know, like you were just holding Noelle, my littlest, who's eight months old, and she's just tiny, and she smiles big when you give her a bunch of kisses, and yes. you can hold her. And then when they're just, she's at that stage where she just sits. She's crawling a tiny bit, but she'll sit and just play and That's just my favorite smile. Age. And and it's like, yeah, of course I. And is it worth all the horrible oh, things? Absolutely. Of course it's worth it. Like, we're not saying that. We love being moms. But that's moms. the thing. That's the thing is we do. We absolutely love being moms. I yeah. legitimately feel like this is what God called me to do. Um, I it, consider it such a joy that I get to deal with all this crap, like mm-hmm. ultimately, mm-hmm. Um, to have the moments that we have because they're phenomenal moments. And I know we've you have been through your own personal hell to have these moments right. with foster care and adoption and all these kinds of things. Um, and so we're not making light of it because I know sometimes right. some people who deal with infertility or, or things like this will get very defensive because they're like, I would give anything to have those moments. Yes. And so we understand how, how blessed we are. I understand that. Yeah. Especially. And we, so we totally get how blessed we are and how amazing these moments are. We're not sitting back trying to complain. We're just trying to say that, no, when, when you see a mom who's complaining and her complaint, especially most moms, if my complaints make it to Facebook, it's been a bad day. If your complaints to me, yeah. you have some moms who post all the time. And those moms, when, they, when I'm sorry, when I see a mom who's like, oh, look at the mess. And they post a picture that their one child made and like dumped out the box of blocks. 
I have a hard time being compassionate. Okay, and I know there's other moms too who will look at my life, who have many more children than I do, yeah. and will look at my life and see what I will complain about and say, oh honey, you wish, you know, if you only knew. So it's all about perspective, but the point is that if you have a, a mom whose complaints are making it to Facebook and she feels like she can put it out there, most of the time she just needs someone to say like, you're doing good, it's going to be okay, you got this, I know it can suck. Like, be real. As another mom, don't always try and sugarcoat things, I think, for younger parents. Just be real with them. I try yeah. at every chance I have with, like, new moms and even baby showers to people I'm a little closer to. I've written in cards, like, when it really sucks, and it will. Because I remember feeling like a terrible mother when I had hard times with Eli. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I remember feeling like a horrible person because I was so frustrated I had to walk out of his room, you know, for his safety and my, I had to walk out of his room and breathe and being so frustrated, calling you, screaming and crying because those moments you get so overwhelmed and we don't talk about those things. And so I think a lot of the times new moms feel like I'm doing something wrong or, you know, I shouldn't feel this way or whatever. And I think it's normal. And if it's not normal, then I'm a terrible person. But from my experience with everyone I've talked to, everyone has those moments and we don't need to stay silent about them. We need to be a little bit more open and be there to support those moms when they're in those moments. Right, because just being able to say to somebody or hear from somebody, yes, it is hard. Right. Like You're not bad for feeling that way because raising children and being that person 24-7 is exhausting and, and it will stretch you to, to points where you've never been stretched before, right? And thank God we love these kids. <laughs> Exactly. As you know, one of my kids went through a hitting phase where, like, he would just beat me like a nut every single day, and it was like I'm going insane. Like, I and I'm not an emotional person, but I would call my mom crying because I was like, I can't keep getting hit like this every day. Mm-hmm. And and it's just to hear like, well, you'll miss it. You're gonna miss these days. You're gonna miss getting beat in the face by an 18 month old every day and a two year old. Yeah, or like I'll tell Josh that sometimes. I said I feel like I'm literally being abused because, yeah. you know, when the kids are physically on top of me and and sound wise, whether it be iPads or I'm being yelled at all day for the things I'm not doing right or wrong, if they're cranky or whatever, or screamed at by a toddler, you know, for not getting the right cup or something. Like we all go through that. That if you don't hear from somebody, like, it's not your fault. Right. Not here's a new tip on how to better manage because I think you're doing something wrong. Right. But instead support. And be like, I had a day like that last week when my kid did X, Y, and Z. And I know exactly where you're at. And it sucks. Mm-hmm. Period. You don't have to say anymore. That's all we need sometimes. Right. The very, very special people in our lives are the ones who say, holy cow, this is hard. Let me take one for a little while. Let me come over and do some of your dishes. Let me, um, I don't know. Don't cry. Right, like just let me do something to help you. Mm. You, Like you, you got sick the other day and we have a mutual friend and I went to their house and they said, well, I thought we'd be down there with her. Like they just assumed they would come and help you. Right. And it's like, those people are just like, they're, they're like gold-plated, wonderful humans. I'm legitimately going to cry. I know. Like, <laughs> it's just like, we need those people so bad in our lives. Uh, that's who, I'm trying not to cry, that's who I want to be for my kids. Right. So bad. 
that mom or that mother-in-law when my kids have their kids who can say, hey, I was gonna repaint the kitchen, but that can wait. Or I'm not doing anything. I, I want to be in a position where I'm not working and I can help my future right. children. Or no, if it's not my kids, women in the church, young moms, because for years you're the only person I had who I could call on comfortably and would come help in those day-to-day moments. And, I, and, and, the, and the thing is, I cherish that, right? And that's what I almost feel bad for people who don't help, like... Like, these kids I love like my kids. And they love me almost like a second mom. They do. And so, like, all... My saying has always been, and Andrew, as my husband, who is, you know, incredibly Phenomenal. helpful, our, our life motto with these kids is that the stress is temporary, but those memories are forever. So, yeah, was it stressful when we took six of them to the library that one time and three of them started crying? And right. And, sure. But the memory of that and, and the memory and the, the relationship we built from that is amazing. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's, and it's like you, the people who are missing out are the ones who say, oh, not at this stage. They're too young. Or, well, they're still in the diapers. Or, well, they, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. it's their loss, but also, you know, it damages, in a way, it damages the relationship with you because... Well, we've always said it's the way if you want to get close to a mom, love on her children. Right, for sure. So those people who I am closest to are the ones who love on my kids most. That's like, that's not, I don't think, every stage of life. I think as my kids become more independent and stuff, it won't be quite as much like that. Um, But when you have small children, yeah, the way you say a way to get to a man is the man's heart is through a stomach. And the way to get to a mom's heart is through her children. A hundred percent. Like... Those people who really come in and love your kids are the ones who are the most special and cherished to you. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll miss these days. Yes, we, we'll miss the days when our kids are young. But um, <clears throat> And for those of you who are listening who maybe have said that to us, thank you. We love you. We know oh, your absolutely. heart. This is just our perspective on it that... It's not personal to you, because I don't even remember a specific No, I don't know. I'm not thinking of anybody in particular with anything I've said in this. But um, it's just our perspective on on that in the middle, in the heat of being frustrated. Thank you for listening. And subscribe on iTunes and rate us and leave a comment because that helps people find us. Um, All right. Thanks for being awesome. Bye-bye. Bye.